0: Let's go. Welcome back, Bolt fam, to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Episode number 57. Colin Appel, Miles Raruka here. We are your co-host, my guy. How's it going? How are we doing on this uh, glorious Wednesday night?
1: I'm doing good, man. Um, I wish it was closer to the weekend already. Uh, just one more final to wrap up my let's see here 7th semester of college so um i'm doing good man how about yourself doing good
0: doing good um uh, can't complain you know going on a mini mini uh weekend trip or not many week i, sh- I was going to say mini vacation but just a weekend trip um so that should be fun um gonna unplug for a couple days and do some sightseeing and the fabulous City of Chicago, so, and then excited Lucky for this uh, this huge matchup. <laughs> I feel like that's just been uh, a staple of our ours over the last couple of weeks. Like huge matchup, uh, crucial matchup. But like, well, I mean, honest, it's, 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 been, it's, it's it's been it's going to be that way from the from here on out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, just looking forward to this this big game and um, hoping that the the Chargers can. Get a couple guys back and and keep this uh this train rolling,
1: yeah um by the looks of the injury report that we'll get into here in a second it does look like we could be getting some guys back this week um obviously one very big name um uh, that we would love to have back um practice estimate do not participate for mr. Derwin James today um I guess. What are your thoughts? You think I, – I know today was only a walkthrough, so it was kind of an estimate on how much they played, but are you giving Derwin any shot to return again this week? Or how, how are you feeling about that? Um.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great question. I was thinking about this earlier today, and I'm not like – I would love to have him back, but for some reason, like, it's it, it, it's giving me – and we don't know because this is the first time that he's dealt with it this season. Uh, it's kind of giving me Trey Pipkin's vibes where it's like you can rush him back. Like he might be able to, to go uh, this week against the Titans. But then, you know, if he, you know, makes it worse or, you know, just isn't, isn't 100%, like, you know, that could, I don't know. For For me, like I'd just rather sit him now, sit him out this week. um as long as you're getting guys like Bryce Callahan, Sebastian joseph day and and others back, I think you can probably afford to sit him another week and then hopefully get him back for the last three games because it is it is getting down to the the nitty gritty here, but uh, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of where I'm at with him. Like I'd love to have him back obviously. You want him to be on the field, but just want to be you know cautious with how you how you go about it. So I don't know if I'm expecting him to play this week, but I'm I'm leaning towards probably not and just playing the safe game.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a really weird injury. Um you know, he played pretty much every single defensive snap against the Raiders. And then suddenly he just showed up randomly on the, on the practice list or on the, sorry, on the injured list last week to start the week with a, do not pr- participate. And I, at first I kind of figured, cause that was Wednesday that that was probably just a day of rest for him. But I mean, then a non non participant on Thursday, non participant on Friday. Um, so definitely a really weird injury. Obviously I, I think right now it's too early to tell, about his status for the week if if we were talking about this tomorrow or friday then we would probably know more information but especially for just a walkthrough so a practice estimate today do not participate i think that we really need some more information tomorrow and friday to really know what his game status is
0: yeah and i was just watching uh a a presser with brandon staley before we hopped on and he did mention because I think it was I think popper did ask him it sounded like popper um, in the the press conference, and you know he basically asked, hey, like was was Derwin like feeling like did he hurt it at the end of the Raiders game because he played the entire game and then he popped up on the on the injury report. and Staley basically said, well, yeah, he he clearly wasn't a hundred percent in that game." He's like, if you go back and watch the the tape, you'll probably see that and notice it, Um, which I thought was interesting because he did look a little rough at times throughout that game um, and did make some plays that we're we're used to him making. So uh, I honestly don't know when it happened, where it happened. and I, I don't know the severity of it. If he misses this week again then i'll i'll be a little bit more concerned but yeah i mean that's the that's the shady thing is you just never know with this team like day to day is could be week to week it could be month to month you just don't know like and i feel like they they won't just come out and tell us like we have to i don't know put the pieces together behind the scenes to figure out like oh shit this guy's probably I can tell unless they put someone on IR, we don't know, the, you know, the the circumstances behind it. So I don't know. I hope it's not anything serious and that he's able to get back on the field as soon as possible. But um, something just tells me he's probably not going to go this week. But I, I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely kind of leaning towards that direction as well, especially for a team that's going to try to make a playoff push. Uh, we definitely need him for those those last three weeks. So I think if it's a 50-50 call, you yeah. go ahead and leave him out. I mean, we saw how this defense was able to perform last week without him out there against a much better offense than the Titans. Uh, so I, I, I do think that it's – I think we're fine without him. Um, I just hope they err towards the side of, well – we don't want to rush him back. We want him out, or obviously we want him out there, but if he has to miss this game in order to make those last three games, then I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. But Brandon Staley did list him as day-to-day, but I'm pretty sure Mike Williams was day-to-day before his three-week-long ankle injury. So day-to-day for Brandon yeah. Staley probably does not and mean what day-to-day means for other coaches. So
0: Other than Derwin, I think everyone else on the injury report is probably going to play this week, which is super positive. That really has not been the case for this team. Most of the season, Um, if they've been on the report, it's always uh, limited, did not practice doubtful, questionable, um, you know, just guys not being able to go. So seeing some guys on there, but, you know, seeing them be limited and, and trending in the right direction is always a positive thing. So, um, you know, looks like Bryce Callahan will be back this week, which is going to be a huge boost in that secondary. He's had a heck of a season. Uh, One of the better pickups for the chargers this off season, no doubt. Um, Sebastian Joseph day is limited. We'll see. We'll continue to kind of see how that goes throughout the week. Uh, Trey Pipkin's also limited. Um, and then Jamari Sawyer, Mike Williams, Zion Johnson, all full participants. So, uh, this team, man, they're starting to finally get healthy. Like it's crazy. Things I are kind of finally starting to to go uh in the Bolts' way for once, at least this yeah. season. So
1: Yeah, no, looking at the practice report uh that popper tweeted out. I think this is the first time all season that the opposition's team's practice report is longer than ours and the Titans' practice report is very long a lot of dnps a lot of limiteds a lot of a lot all over their injury report today so a couple yeah. notable names for the titans um Traylon burks did not participate today in practice um with a concussion so i i, I would need to know yeah, a little bit more in. about that needed to, geez, he's still a protocol speak tonight. yeah so who knows if we'll see him this week could be kind of a a Corey Lindsley situation where you missed more than – I don't think he missed last week's game, if I remember right. But he, Or did he suffer it last week? He might have suffered it last week, which would then probably lessen the chances even more. Um, so he did not participate today. Amani Hooker, knee, limited. Uh, he's their starting safety. Ben Jones, their longtime center, limited. Jeffrey Simmons – Absolute monster D tackle He was limited today with an ankle. Even Ryan Tannehill was limited, and Robert Woods did not participate. But that was with an illness, so I would expect to see Robert Woods out there most likely. Um, Last one, probably Christian Fulton groin did not participate today. And as for the others, I don't know what sort of role they serve on the team, but I think those are really pretty much the notable ones. So uh, just looking at that, obviously us as Chargers fans, we don't have all the inside information on The Titans injuries, but let's say Jeffrey Simmons doesn't go. That's that is a massive, massive loss in favor of the Chargers for the Titans this weekend. I don't know. You have you know more information than me. You have any thoughts on the Titans injury report?
0: Uh, Traylon Burks did suffer it two weeks ago in the Eagles game, so he uh did not play this last week. Um, so I Probably expect him to go. I mean, even if they throw him on a... I mean, he's got a clear protocol, but I think he can do that before Sunday. So, wouldn't be surprised to, to see him out there. Um, they have another wide receiver, CJ Board. Are you familiar? I mean, I'm not too familiar with him. Um, um,
1: He is probably on the waiver list on all of my fantasy leagues. So, I am not too worried about CJ Board's status.
0: Okay, yeah. So he watched this. I, mean, a rib. I say
1: that. He's gonna have his first career touchdown against us this, this weekend.
0: <laughs> More importantly, I mean, looking at the, you know, some of these I mean, like, we already know that the Tennessee Titans have the worst pass defense in the National Football League. And so looking at, at a few of these defensive backs, you know, Trey Avery, he was limited. Um, he's in concussion protocol as well. I think I did read somewhere that he was back on the field today. And that's why it's limited, but still in protocol, which I thought was interesting. Um, Christian Fulton, another cornerback who's dealing with a groin injury, did not practice today. Um, Safety, Imani Hooker. Knee, uh, he was limited, so he was on the field. Um, But then, you know, cornerback Terrence Mitchell, another defensive back, hamstring, limited. So, uh, And then Robert Woods. Did not practice with an illness. Illnesses are weird. I'm just gonna assume he's probably. They're probably gonna have him out there on Sunday. Um, look, unless he has like, I don't know, just a really bad case of the flu, like he's probably gonna be out there. The fact, I yeah, mean, illnesses just don't last that long. Um, you know, even if you have the flu, I mean, you can. I'm not saying it's the the best thing or like the funnest thing but you, you can you can battle it and and find your way out on the field on sunday um so i don't know we'll see about his status that could be a big loss for their offense um just a banged up titans team you know even though some of these guys that are, that are limited are able to go come sunday um we don't know you know how long they're going to be effective in that game you know some of these guys that are banged up could, you know, could go out early in the game, even if they are able to go. So um, all in all, and and we'll talk about this too, uh, as we get into more of the matchup between these two teams, but um, this is a, I think a game on paper that the, the chargers offense can and has to, has to be the reason that they win. Um. I think getting a couple guys back on defense is really going to help, especially Bryce Callahan, um, Sebastian Joseph Day. If he's able to make it back out there, that's going to help tremendously. But I think this offense can hang 35 on this defense if they come out um, and and put their best day together. One of the big things, uh, at least I'm keeping an eye on and, and curious as to how Staley and this defense are going to game plan and scheme um, for Derrick Henry in this offense. Because they Staley hasn't played – they didn't play each other last year, right?
1: No, I – no, we did not play the Titans last year. It's been two years. Okay. So, at least as
0: a head coach, um, he hasn't faced Derrick Henry. And, and like, we've, we've faced some really good backs this season. Um, but Derrick Henry is just a completely different beast, different animal. And you have to – Look, you have to be prepared to shut him down, or not shut him down, but at least to try to limit him. And you also have to be prepared for, you know, all of the the play action and and you know different different looks that the Titans are gonna try to give you as well. So like Tannehill doesn't doesn't scare me as a passer, but I, I think you do have to respect him. You know, I've seen him make some throws. Um, over the course of his career where he's not going to be in the MVP conversation by any means, but he's a solid quarterback in in this league. Um, You know, I, I kind of look at, look at him in the same light as like Kirk cousins. So they can make the throws. And if they have their weapons available, um, that's what's going to make it tougher on this chargers defense. So, Um, I'm just curious as to how they're going to go about, you know, scheming for this, this Russian attack. Um, Because I mean, if that's all they have, like if Robert Woods is not out there, if Traylon Burks is is not out there, I feel really good going into Sunday. If, if they, if those guys are out there, um, I think it just opens up their offense and it's a completely, completely different offense that you're, you're facing.
1: Yeah, no, that that's, one hundred percent true. Um, the big question right now is if they're going to have those weapons back. You know, I don't think that the the Titans boast as good of weapons as like the Dolphins. You know, Robert Woods and Traylon Burks aren't nearly as good as Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill can be. So I think no. a lot of a lot of what the Titans are going to do is but it just go ahead. Yeah, it
0: it gives them an, an actual like respectable uh, passing game. Like you said, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like, they're not anywhere near the level uh, of weapons that, you know, Waddle and Hill are. But um, what it does for, especially for a guy like Tannehill, is it just opens up this offense and doesn't. I mean, Derrick Henry does for their offense what Justin Herbert does for ours. It just, everything kind of goes through him and he makes a lot of stuff possible. Um, so if it's just Derrick Henry, then I feel really good because I think that's an easier game plan going into it versus, you know, if they do have both their top receivers, and I think you have to, you know, respect that. And and it just makes it a little bit more balanced of, of an attack to have to deal with. So, yeah, um, we'll see if they're, if they're available, but yeah, it's just, Unfortunately, it's kind of too early to tell.
1: Yeah, I think right right now my biggest thing is just kind of seeing how Brandon Staley's going to scheme up Derrick Henry. Well, this defense against Derrick Henry pretty much. I mean, I think we saw his, his abilities to scheme against certain attacks last week with Tua and that Dolphins offense. And I, I really think this week he might have something up his sleeve. You know, we're very battered on that defensive line. Sebastian Joseph Day coming back is huge. If Derwin were to come back, that would be huge. Um, Schematically, I I think that he's going to have something up his sleeve that is going to be hard for the Titans to just be able to pound the rock, you know, 40 times a game. So I'm really kind of banking on – Can I say this too?
0: Like, I think we're all feeling really good coming off last week's performance, especially the defense. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, if you go back and think – if you think about it, if you go back and and watch – some of the tape the Dolphins didn't really run a whole lot at all like they ran just enough to not completely like give up on the run they ran just enough kind of like what the Chargers have been doing most of the season um, it's just a kind of like a pity handoff every three or four snaps Mm -hmm. just to kind of keep the defense slightly on their on their toes or on their heels whatever Um, like I think it, this matchup, Mike Vrabel, like he's, I think he'll scheme better than McDaniels did. Not Look, they're completely different offenses. They both play to different strengths. I get that. But I just have this feeling that, like, Mike Vrabel is looking at this matchup on paper and saying, I have the best running back on planet Earth. And not only do I have the best running back, he's the biggest running back on planet Earth. And this is... One of the worst, it no, this is the worst Russian defense. Um, that the league, one one of the worst Russian defenses the league has ever seen, at least at the moment. I bet they're gonna run this thing probably 30, maybe even 40 times. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what makes me nervous. Like, they might be able to, to slow him down in the first quarter, second quarter, he might get a score and a couple big runs, and then the second half he just comes out and it's like 8-yard game, 9-yard game, 12-yard game, 35-yard game, <laughs> like just gashing us. So um, to me, I, I hope I hope we can just do what we did against the Dolphins and keep their offense off the field, keep that defense on the field, wear them out. Um, but, I mean, that's – it's tough to ask that from a team. Like I, I understand.
1: Yeah. Um. And then the thing you like, they're not worried about
0: time and possession
1: going into Yeah. It. And then I think, I think really the thing about that is, then you got to ask the question, what, what is the what is the Titans defense going to do to our offense? You know, I, I watched some of the Titans chiefs game earlier this year and the Titans had a few times where they got the ball back with, you know, let's say that they had like three minutes to score and they needed a touchdown and they just couldn't not effectively move the ball with their passing attack as well as they can with the running attack. So, yeah, I think if we can scheme something up to, you know, slow down Derrick Henry even just a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised if he got 30 carries this game. Um, but if we can do something to just slow him up a little bit, you know, if the Titans are taking a lot of time off the clock and who knows, maybe we hold him to a field goal. You know, what says that our offense can not yeah. explode right back in the score? within one or two minutes and really just kind of, I don't want to say run it up because then the Titans will also probably get the ball back for a number of times. But I think red zone, especially red zone defense with an attack like this is just so massive. Um, If we can take some of those, some of these drives that should end in six and make it only three, that's going to be absolutely detrimental towards our success.
0: Yeah. And I know they play, completely different positions and they're completely two different types of players. But I think you just have to look at Derrick Henry kind of like Tyreek Hill, like let him get his yards. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. Let him get his yards, let him get his numbers, uh, but limit him in the sense of, you know, actually, I mean, like Tyreek Hill still put up 14 points on us Um, and that's fine. Like you could even say, Hey, it, Derrick Henry, Go get your fourteen points or your touchdown, two touchdowns, but that's all. Like you're, that's all your offense is going to get because nothing else is like, nothing else is going to be there. Nothing else is going to be working because that was our game plan. You know, um, obviously try to limit Derrick Henry at, at all costs, but don't kill yourself. You know, if he does pop a an angry run or two off and and go for a score, like that just happens. When you it's, when you play a guy yeah, like that, it, and, and those plays are gonna—it's so, inevitable. As long as you can limit it and and shut down the rest of the offense, um, you know, just like Tyreek Hill last week, then I think you know that's that—that's a realistic way to kind of look at him having a good game and, and still being able to okay, well, how can we, you know, uh, adapt and counter that? Yeah, so,
1: it's it's kind of inevitable that Derrick Henry's gonna probably go crazy this game that's just kind of what he does but if we could if we could just figure out a way to scheme him down and have them rely on their passing attack especially let's say that they're down later in the game then I would feel really really good about our chances whether we have Derwin or not so I I really think that's kind of the main the main key right now is getting stops get stops when it matters you know if we give up if Derrick Henry goes for 100 yards in the first quarter if we can stop you know, whatever they have going on in the second half, then I I will take our chances of our offense versus their offense and their defense. I I just think that we pose such an explosive factor that a team that grounds and pounds the game 30 times a game, you know, 30 times a a game. Sorry, I screwed that up. But yeah.
0: How many beers have you had? Dude, I haven't
1: had any. Well, no, I did just have one. But (laughs) I, I am fumbling over my words big time. But you know what I'm trying to say. If we can just stop some ground yeah. and pound and, and have them rely on Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball to who, we don't know yet, but I'll, I'll take my chances with that.
0: The other thing that this Titans team is vulnerable to is getting behind. And like when, when this team gets behind, they're not built to come back quick. Like it takes them a long time to score, uh, to move the ball because. They're so like, you're going to play to your strengths. And when you have the best running back on the planet, you're going to run the ball a lot. That's just how that works. And so they run it a lot. And um, that takes a lot of time off the clock. Uh, you know, it has its pros and cons, you know, it can tire out a defense. It can, you know, just completely put a game on ice, put a game away. I mean, there's lots of, you know, it also um, can tire the offense out and, you know, it, it makes you kind of one-sided. So uh, there's lots of ways to look at it, but if, if the Chargers can get up quick on on this Titans team, um, it's going to be really tough for them to, I think, mount a comeback. Yeah. And if they do, they, they might run just run out of time. Like if they try to maybe stage a late fourth quarter comeback, they might just not have enough time on the on the clock. And, you know, that's a problem for them. So um, I think you just got to get ahead and stay ahead this game. Um, definitely don't would not love to see them go blow for blow with Derrick Henry. And, you know, if this defense cannot stop the run, it could be a long day for, for this defense.
1: I agree with that. There's going to be some sore bodies in that locker room come Monday just with how physical of a back Derrick Henry is uh that's that's why uh dudes like ben jones injury for the titans he's he was limited today he's their center that's why things like that are so huge if we can get some pressure and get in the backfield early then i think we can really make some plays so um with that um you got you got some uh some uh keys to the game besides the ones that we've already kind of talked about um well before that you want to do bold predictions we can do we can do predictions
0: yeah, I'm just dying to to talk about my bold prediction that I hit last week.
1: Well, we know that you hit it.
0: Holding we, the Dolphins under 25. We know you 80. hit it. We know you hit Number it. Number three
1: on the season. I'm at one point. I'm Number giving three. myself half a point from last week. I said 350 and four touchdowns for Herb. So we got the 350, didn't quite get the four touchdowns, but I'm giving myself half a point. Yes. So what what do you have for this week? What's your bold prediction for this Titans game?
0: Yeah, so bold predictions or prediction for this game. Um, yeah, I'm going over to the offensive side of the ball this week. Um, and I say that the Chargers put up 30, 35 plus points Sheesh. in this game. Uh, like, I think the offense, that, this is just the perfect time. You know, There's, it's the stretch run. Um, Herbert finally has all of his weapons back. And when I say all of them, I mean all of them. Uh, you know Donald Parham Jr. should be back this week, so he'll have a full tight end room to work with, a full receiving room. Um, looks like Trey Pipkins could be back, back as well, so you know some more reinforcements coming on that line. Like it, it just, it makes sense for for this offense to finally pop off. And looking at this really bad end secondary, uh, I think getting a guy like Trey Pipkins back. And having this line, slight like, be stabilized sl- slightly, just a little bit more. Um, I think it spells a big, big game for this offense. And if they can put up thirty-five plus, like, they're winning, winning this game, hands down. I don't see, like, as as much as Derrick Henry probably will eat against this defense. I don't see them putting up 30, 30 plus.
1: Yeah, that's. That's definitely a bold take. Uh, having not seen – how many points is our – our Cleveland game was our most points this year, wasn't it? Season high. was it 30? Season high is
0: probably – It was against Cleveland. 27.
1: No, it was – I think we scored 30 against Cleveland. It's, oh, you might be right. I'm pretty sure that we scored 30 against Cleveland, but – that's here. That, I I'm looking it at it right now. Time. That's all the better for why I would love for that pick to hit.
0: It's it hasn't been like they're averaging about yeah, twenty. Oh no, they scored thirty-four so.
1: against the Texans. So our season high is thirty-four. Uh, scored thirty against the Browns. Oh, you're right. So we've only we have not gotten to thirty-five points yet this year. And against a no. pretty weak secondary in the Titans, I definitely think that that is possible. Just got to make sure one of my one of my keys is about protecting Herbert. But just got to make sure. Especially if Jeffrey Simmons is out, then there should be no excuses as to why we shouldn't be able to protect Justin Herbert going into this week. But
0: yeah, so like I hope Lombardi schemes up a hell of a of a script. You know, I think like, those first 15, 10 to fifteen play calls are usually scripted, and then it's just kind of you know ebb and flow from there. But look, I hope they come out swinging. I hope they come out aggressive. Um, and look, like they like this has been a lot of people's gripe with Lombardi this entire time is like, he shows flashes of of great calls and, and, and great, um, you know, schemes, but the consistency just, just hasn't been there. Um, and we've seen drives get started and, you know, find a, find a rhythm, find a groove. And then we've seen those same drives come to a halt. Um, just, I don't know, call it, Maybe not executing the plays. Maybe a lot of it does have to do on the players, but just the you know the play call itself. A lot of times leaves you kind of like walking away from the TV, scratching your head. Like, really, that's what you came up with on, on third and six? Yeah,
1: it seems really <laughs> like, apparent, especially in the third quarter. I mean, we could go on and on about our third quarter offense. Um, that could be, honestly be a bold take. Yeah. Is that we're going to score a third quarter touchdown this week? At this point, that could be a bold take, but. Dude, that's a great. Oh fuck, I should have thought of that. That's a. Great all right, one. I'll take that one then. Offense scores a touchdown in the third quarter this week. I need to get. I need to get some points on the board. So. Yeah,
0: that's a great one. Um,
1: I'll, I'll roll with. I'll, I'll roll laugh with that. if they get
0: like three field goals.
1: Probably <laughs> it probably will be. If
0: they get nine
1: points in the third quarter, but they're all field goals. I'll be like, God damn it! Son of a yeah, points is points. I'll take whatever we can get. But yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. But I, I'm going to take that as my. Uh, bull prediction: offense scores a third it's quarter great. touchdown yeah. this week. Um, reasoning behind it, I it, don't know. I just a, think that it's only a matter of time till we break out of our third quarter blues. So why not this week?
0: I could even one up you and say uh, opening drive of the second half because I feel like, like at least in the, the the Dolphins game, I I think the first two drives in the second half were just one was a three and out, I think, and. We maybe got a first down. We got a first down cause of drive, roughing, because of that
1: roughing the passer.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I think we finally, on the next drive, we came back and, and got three points. So uh, it just feels like, the, like coming out of, like there's been no rhythm coming out of halftime or even to start the game. Like those are both kind of common themes. Like to start a half, uh, whether it's the first half or the second half, like they just, it takes them it takes them a quarter to get going it really does like think about it they they show up in the second quarter and the fourth quarter like it takes them a quarter to like hit full speed and be like oh shit hey we're here in a game it's sunday like <laughs> let's get to work you know like we've seen that a couple times too where they've been able to overcome that and you know they get down early 10 14 point deficit and they're able to kind of wake up and and scratch their way out of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a theme for this team uh, is, is not being able to start fast. So whether it's the first half or the second half, I mean, I would love to see them, you know, come out looking like they, they want to get six points.
1: Yeah, um, that would be very refreshing, especially going into this last part of our schedule just to kind of see – an actual fired-up offense that's ready to go in the third quarter and not somebody – well, not an offense that we've seen the last few weeks, last week since week five. So I really hope that happens. I'm going to use that as my bold take, as mentioned before. um, I was going to go defensive side of the ball since you went offensive side of the ball, but I like this one a little bit more. So I'm going to roll with that.
0: Well, tell you what, man, if I want to hit my bold prediction – your bold prediction is probably going to have to come true. I just want to be I want like, to beat you on the season though. So
1: <laughs> But I mean like they're not
0: if they don't score a touchdown in the third quarter, they're probably not hanging 35. Like you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Or dude, we could just fuck around and unless, put up 35. Like, unless they then, just come
0: out and have like a
1: Let's put up 35 at half. Yeah,
0: unless they have like a 21 point like first quarter and then like let's say it's like 24 27 points at half. And then maybe like a touchdown in the fourth. Oh, I, I that like would that. be like the only way to do it without oh, without exactly. having a third
1: quarter so touchdown. I hope I hope both of them. So hit. like
0: you'd probably have to have one. Which I say that because I think we can both hit these this week um, and go two for two. So, and I think that if yours happens, I think it's a maybe kind of a chain link effect here. I guess
1: we'll have to see, but let's just hope that. It just seems like, for me, it just seems like the play calling is worse in the third quarter. Like, it really feels like if you were to take out, you know, the third quarter of games, you know, Joe Lombardi would still be bad. But I don't think he would be as bad as people say that he is, you know? Because I I know I know I just, especially, at, I you know, when you're, me, like, up at halftime and you're just like, shit, offense is getting the ball coming out. Like, let's let's go up. Let's run this thing up. And then it's just disappointment every week. I just... I don't know.
0: They have to be able to, they still have to be able to figure out how to run the ball more consistently. I think that like, dude, if Justin Herbert had a running game, like some of these other really, you know, talented young quarterbacks have, I mean, you look at like what Joe Burrow has in Cincinnati, um, you know, even Josh Allen, like, I know they don't have a, like a premier back, but, you know, Singletary and Cook are, are a pretty good duo. Um, so, like, yeah, you know, if you can have a guy that gets four or five yards on first down, every first down, I think that just totally takes a load off this offense. Because, like, what I think happens, or at least what I've seen kind of happen over the last couple weeks coming out of halftime Um you know, it's, it's kind of pass, pass, pass. Like they, you know, and that's fine. But if you have an incompletion or two, then all of a sudden you're staring at a third and long. Um, and then for some reason the third and long plays seem to be a four yard out route or a (laughs) four yard hitch route, you know, like the it's not reaching the stick. So that's been an issue of mine too. Um, it's like, dude, that's fine, but take that on first down. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely know. I, just, I know what you're getting I, at. I
0: know that they, they just seem to kind of like stall for a couple of drives to start really each half. Like it's not just the second half. Like we've seen some first quarter woes as well. Like it takes them usually it's like the second quarter and the fourth quarter is where we see this team put up points. So,
1: yeah, puzzling. Very. Um, I, I have liked what I've seen out of Joshua Kelly when he's been healthy this season. Uh, he, he looked kind of explosive on a few runs last week. So I think he's a pretty good, he's a good back to pair with a guy like Austin Eckler. Uh, he's just a physical downhill downhill runner. And that's just, that's yeah. really kind of, and I mean, I, as physical as Austin Eckler is, you know, we just use him so much in the past game that, you know, he's getting upwards of 20 touches a game. So it's it's good to have somebody yeah, else and to the, take, kind it, of take it, the load off and look fresh back there. It has potential to
0: get better, you know. They're they're really missing Rashawn Slater on that left side. You know that's that's really where a lot of their runs are too. Um, is that left side to to be tucked in behind Slater? So if and when they get him back, um, especially if it's in time for the playoffs. Um, that's going to do so much for this offense as well. Just not only in pass pro, but also in the run game. Because I think that's, no one's really talked about Rashawn Slater a lot this year. And it's kind of crazy. Like, it's an obvious one for a lot of fans. Like, yeah, you know, he, him, J.C. Jackson, Joey Bosa. Like, those are the the big ones you think of that have either been lost for the year or for the majority of the year. Um, But I just feel like, I don't know. And maybe it's because Jamari Sawyer has done a pretty good job filling in for him. Um but man, that's that's gonna make such a big difference when they get him back. Especially yeah, if it's in time for the playoffs, like that could, that very well just in itself could could bump this run game up a whole nother level.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for his comeback. Hopefully we do see it this year. Um other than that though. We kind of have gone over all of my really keys to the game. Um, you know, basically it was stopping Derrick Henry, uh, protecting Herbert. Again, protecting Herbert just because this Tennessee defensive line is not to be messed with. I think they had eight sacks against Joe Burrow last year in the playoff game, uh, especially if whether Jeffrey Simmons is available or not. I, I think that it's a pretty good unit. And then really other than that, we've gone over everything else that – really is to be noted of this game, so uh you have anything you wanna add, or should we get into some to some game picks
0: um tú, 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 tú. no i let's let's do it man let's let's get into these game picks and should also just mention real quick that we reverse psychology the fuck out of last week's uh result, so Maybe we should just do that again.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm in. I'm in on doing that. So whatever we pick, just remember, wink, wink. It's might not be who we actually pick. So let's get into that, man. You you want to start <laughs> us off? Um. Yeah, I got you. So,
0: um. Uh, look, my bold prediction is 35 plus points for this offense. Um, I think whether or not they put put up 35-plus points, I think it's probably just the the best day offensively that this team has had this season. Um, And that's not a slight to Tennessee's defense at all. Like you mentioned, they do have a really good defensive front. Uh, But that secondary, man, that secondary is sketchy, and it's not very good. And if this line can just figure out a way to give Herbert just a second or two of – extra time I think he picks this defense apart um and so look wink wink um I'm taking the Titans to win this one wink wink um but I think the Chargers are gonna go off offensively um and it's gonna spell really good things and I'm just excited man I'm excited to see Donald Parham Jr. back out there I'm excited to see um Mike Williams and Keenan Allen continue to kind of knock some rust off and and get into a rhythm with with Herbo and just let this offense cook, man. Uh what was your final score? Final score I'm going to go Chargers 38 Titans 39 wink wink All
1: right I like it. I like it, man. Um yeah, I, I certainly hope we can put 38. Put up 38 just for the sake of my enjoyment of watching this offense score points. Um Yeah, I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna definitely go a little bit less scoring of a game. I think the Chargers control early. Uh Titans just don't have the weapons in the past game that really come back too much. Uh so I think with that being said, I'm gonna go twenty seven seventeen Titans. Wink wink. So I like it. Oh, I see what you yeah. did there.
0: Shit, I should have oh, well. done that. Hey. Okay. No, I'm changing my. I'm changing mine. Then I'm changing mine. I'm going 38 to 27 Titans. Wink, wink, wink,
1: wink. wink. So, yeah, man, I, I I got a good feeling about this game. Um, too bad I'm picking the Titans to win, but I got a good feeling about this game. <laughs> uh, I think I think our offense can it's really Titans, do man. some. Can do some damage, so I know Vrabel's gonna be. He's gonna have a good scheme waiting for us. But um, I think you think this. You think this light blues for
0: for Chargers? Hell no. Nah. This is this is Titans. We're, we're actually
1: starting a Titans <laughs> podcast on another channel, so go check that out. We're actually yeah. just gonna talk shit on right, the Chargers. Funny, so, but yeah, man, I I got good I got yeah, good hopes up like, this weekend.
0: Do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen a
1: few episodes. Yeah.
0: There's the I just watched the the Super Bowl episode a couple nights ago where uh, Charlie's like super super superstitious about the Eagles, um, and so he, he like gets left at the at the bar and he just like pretty much home alones himself and like finds himself like doing all this like crazy stuff and it like actually does have an outcome on the game. It's pretty funny. It's like the lengths that fans go to. I know
1: we we all know superstition isn't real, but try to secure a, a win. Shit, for dude, team. it feels like superstition's got to be real. It just feels like it, but yeah. So you heard our picks here. For, so here we are, reverse your,
0: reverse psychology, and the rest our of picks our picks, are picks are this year. And it, if the Chargers end up winning the Super Bowl, and we do this the the rest of the year here on out, um, I want I want a I want a team Super Bowl ring like mailed to me.
1: Yeah, we we deserve it. We. Definitely deserve it. So, um, yeah, with that, Titans winning this Good weekend, stuff, unfortunately. Man. But that's all right. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, it's trying to talk some playoff talk here for a sec. Uh, look, if they – the Chargers technically can still hop into that fifth seed, but I think the sixth seed is a more realistic, attainable goal at least for the time being. If a couple wacky stuff continues to happen over the next week or two, then I might be able to look at that fifth seed a little bit more realistically. But um, the way I see it to get the sixth seed – or shit, now I can't remember if this was the sixth seed to the fifth seed. But anyways, um, they they need the Dolphins to, to lose on Saturday night. That's a huge game, um, not only for the Dolphins and the Bills and just kind of the – divisional standings there but um for the chargers as well like if we want to avoid playing kansas city or buffalo um in wild card weekend hopefully i mean i don't know i don't know about you but to me a trip to cincinnati sounds a lot better than kansas city or buffalo now, i'm not gonna back down if that's the case but if you can avoid those two teams for as long as possible, that's never a bad route. So, um, yeah, they just they need the Dolphins and the Patriots to to lose basically two more times um, in these next four games. Which, looking at both their schedules, there's definitely two L's um, in both their their schedules for sure. So,
1: yeah, uh, we definitely get the privilege of playing a much easier schedule than those teams going forward. Uh, I I couldn't agree more. I I would much rather go to Cincinnati than, you know, Buffalo or Kansas City. I would root for Kansas City just for or our sake because I would love it would to be, be there. like Cincinnati or. It would be like Cincinnati or Baltimore. I what? would rather go to Cincinnati over Baltimore. Same point, but either one, either one of those is definitely better. Really, I'd rather go to Baltimore. I'd uh, I'd rather
0: play Lamar
1: Jackson. Ravens scare the shit out of me, Joe dude. Barton. I don't know why, but Ravens just scare the shit out of me. So I I will take a trip to Cincinnati over Baltimore. I feel like.
0: Hey, the last time we played a playoff game. I know well, probably, what happened last well. time.
1: I know what happened last time. But it just seems like Harbaugh always schemes us up really, really well. So I'll I'll take my chances in Cincinnati. Especially if we get some guys healthy again. Interesting. So. Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like
0: Joe Burrow is – Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are, like like, they're basically the same. Yeah. They're not, but they are. Like, as far as just talent-wise, they're, like, in the same – Stratosphere. So, if I could avoid playing that guy as well, I mean, look, you, you can't get too picky. It's the playoffs. You're going to run into these guys. Let's just point. let's just get in. Guys who at the
1: some fuck some cares point. who we have? Let's just get in. That's like, our goal right yeah, now. Like,
0: I think that six seed is definitely. I mean, look, I don't want to be the seventh seed. No one wants to be the seventh seed. That means you're going to have to play a really good team in the first round. So, um. Yeah, just keep winning. I think this team can win out, though, man. I really do. Like I really do. I really believe it too. Especially if they get past this week. This is the the you know the biggest test left on the schedule. Not to say that there aren't what some might consider some trap games after this, but um, at least you know just looking at this week and taking one game at a time. um, It's a winnable game. Banged up team, and. Look, we have Justin
1: Herbert as our quarterback, so it's always possible. Let's do the damn thing. Let's get it done this week, and then we can worry more about the playoffs. So we'd love to get it done. One step closer. We'd love to get it done, but unfortunately, it sounds like the Titans are going to win. Wink, wink. So,
0: wink. Wink, yeah, according to our predictions, it's not looking good for the Chargers, um, <laughs>
1: but – Good stuff, man. Anything else you wanna you wanna add here before we hop off? Um, come join me tonight. Um, or I guess people won't be. Never mind. Go check out. Um, yeah, I was about to say you this will this it, won't it, get posted won't till to get tomorrow. But uh, go check out the uh, what is their YouTube page. I'm gonna be on a debate tonight for the Chargers against the Titans. Uh, it's TSS Fantasy, TSS TSS Fantasy. TSS Fantasy. So go go check that out. It'll be posted tomorrow, just like this will be. Um, we'll post the uh post the link on our Twitter yep. and and
0: Instagram accounts. So if you guys are listening to this on Thursday, the fifteenth, when we release this episode. You can check out Miles. He's going to be on a uh, fantasy podcast debating against a Titans podcaster yes. or Titans fan. Titans podcaster, so, yes, sir. Um, it's a debate-style show, so you better you better bring your fucking A game. I bro. know. I'm
1: kind of nervous for it, actually. So I guess we'll see. But I think that I have some pretty good points to back up why uh, the Chargers will lose Wink Wink this weekend. so. good stuff um so yeah
0: check that out we'll put it on our our stories other than that um make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at powder Hour pod la for all the latest news about the podcast and our chargers bolt up peace